Hey Frank, can you go check the satellite image for me? Oh, alright, Commander. It's only 2 o'clock in the morning, and the top secret government space program is already busy at work. Um, there's nothing there, Commander. Alright, I guess I'll have to check the other bottle then. 30 year old Frank Willis was exhausted. He had worked 24 hours for the past three days, and he really needed some sleep. Oh, man, I, I really need a nap. Maybe I'll just rest my head Why is it double beep? Oh, wait, hang on, Frank, you gotta wake up! Come on, Frank! Oh, wait, what? What's going on? Look, the radar's going off. Something's happening. Wait, what? Does oh that my mean there's a UFO? Go check the origin of the alert. I'll go check the satellite image again. Oh, I can't believe that this is happening. Come on, get to work. This is urgent. Yes, Commander, I'm on it. What? Somehow we're six hours late. How could that be possible? It's coming from Nevada. Yeah, I know. And it happens at 8 o'clock. This is a serious problem. So, so what should we do? We gotta send the military out there. They landed right next to a house. Back in Nevada, Marcus is just waking up. Oh, man, I had a good night's sleep last night. He climbs out of bed and walks over to the door. I wonder how the alien's doing to- Ah! Suddenly, Marcus was standing face to face with the alien. Wait, what are you doing in my house? My parents will not be happy if they see you. We have to go. What do you mean we have to go? I just woke up. They're coming. The alien slowly points out the window as an FBI vehicle pulls into the driveway. Come on, quick. More and more vehicles pull up to the house, and men with hazmat suits and face masks jump out of the cars. Hang on, I, I think I might know just the place to hide. I mean, I haven't been Let's there. Let's go. There's no time to waste any notes that we need to show me right now. <sighs> okay, follow me. and a regular podcast. I'm your host, Tobin Miller. Let's get right into the show. Oh, oh man. Okay, so as you can see, I'm still kind of getting my stuff together. Uh, recently, I went back and listened to that, my last episode, which I actually recorded a long time, well, like two months ago, and I just released it now, but I just listened to it today, and I was thinking, you know, this is this is really cheesy, and I did, I did kind of script it to be a little bit cheesy, like with the part where the alien recommended my YouTube channel, or just the way he like said, take me to your leader, and just, I don't know, all the cliche little bits like that. Honestly, to tell the truth, I actually just went downstairs, said, you know what, I want to record a story podcast, came with the idea on the spot, made it, was expecting it to be a one-time thing, but I really enjoyed making it, so, you know what, recently... I, turn, I decided to make it a real thing, a real thing that I'm going to follow through with and actually post somewhat, somewhat, like, a lot. So, I was thinking, you know, it's kind of weird how there's, like, this story part of them in the beginning and then it's just, like, a regular podcast in the middle. However, I just, I found a way to tie it all together. Hopefully, I'm going to put it into season so it's almost like a TV show, even though it's just a podcast. Um, so this is season one. There's going to be five episodes this season. I don't want to spoil too much, but... There's going to be a big reveal coming on the next season, but you'll have to wait for that till it comes out. 
Okay, so now let's get into the main theme of this podcast. Alright, so you probably saw from the title of this episode, today we're doing books. And I'm probably going to get a lot of hate from the writing, or sorry, the reading community for saying this, but I feel like in general, books tend to be just a little less interesting than, say, other forms of media. I'm not so sure why, it just, I think maybe books are just, they take a lot more of energy, a lot more time, if you're kind of a slightly slower reader like I am. I think reading is a good thing, I just think that maybe it's a little less enjoyable than maybe watching a movie or, uh, or even like listening to a podcast like this. And yes, reading is a great thing to do, I don't want to discourage it at all, but I think just for, for me at least, it's, it's a little bit less enjoyable than other um, than other things. Having said that, there's also a ton of good, really, really good books. And when writing is done correctly, it can make them the books really interesting and really enjoyable. So I picked out a list of five books from, I ranked them from my favorite to my least favorite. So that means that my number one is going to be my favorite and my number five is going to be my least favorite and all of the ones in the middle are like the levels in between, if that makes any sense. So let's get into my first one, aka one of my favorite books. Number one. All right, so I made a list earlier today. My number one book that I said was Fahrenheit 451. So if you don't know what that book is, it's a book by Ray Bradbury, in my opinion, it's a classic. It's set in a dystopian world far in the future, and it's about this guy named Guy Montag, who is a fireman. But in these days, firemen don't put out fires, they make fires instead. So for example, like they burn books, because in this day, you're not allowed to read books. So I'm not going to go into a ton of detail, but basically he ends up reading one of these books. He re- he thinks like, why why are we burning these books? And then he like, he runs away, he cuts himself free of the system. And it actually, no, you know what? I won't tell you then because that's kind of a, a twist ending, but it ends with a very surprising way. I'll just say that. That probably sounded pretty weird if you haven't read it, but it's a, it's a really, really good book. And I, I definitely think you should read it. So the reason why I have this at number one is because... In my opinion, Ray Bradbury is really one of the best at storytelling. And and you you have your own opinions. I'm sure there's other great ones, but in my opinion, um, I think he's at least for me, he's my favorite storyteller. Um, I just think just the way he plays with words, he's he's so enthusiastic with his writing. He has so many good stories. His his writing style is just really unique. It's really almost poetic. It's really nice. It has a super nice flow to it when you're reading it. It just has this nice aesthetic. It just really comes together. And the plots of his stories are also really good. They're very they have a lot of emotion in them. And I think he's just he's just an overall really good writer. He has a lot of he has a ton of stories. And he has he has also a ton of short stories. He, that's like kind of one of his strong points. And I feel like that's almost like how I said that writing is like a little bit more boring with a short story it's quick it's easy to watch it's almost like the difference between a movie and like a video like a YouTube video like it's really it's really quick it's it's really interesting and like it keeps it keeps your attention because you're not going to be like oh I can't finish this short story it's so long because it's like what three pages four five it's like it's not that long so like I really think that he was he's like one of the best storytellers and i think fahrenheit 451 is a good example of that 
it's not i wouldn't say that it's his best story overall i would say some of his short stories are probably his best stories but it's it's his, it's definitely his best novel and it's it's really good i definitely think you should read it number two okay so number two i have the hunger games and I guess I shouldn't say this is number two. And again, this is my second favorite or one of my second favorites. Because I, I also really liked The Maze Runner. I liked The I liked the Legend. I liked a lot of the those dystopian books. I just chose Hunger Games because it's such a well-known book. Um, I liked The Hunger Games because I thought, you know, it's... And I, I see why it, there was a lot of hype around it. It was really popular. And I think that it lives up to the hype. I think it there's a lot of dystopian books that like people are like oh it's so good and then you read it and it's just like pretty cliche but like i would say the hunger games as i said lives up to the hype i think it was good i thought it was an interesting idea it, it was definitely interesting it kept me kept me reading till the end and i thought um suzanne collins who's the author did a really good job with it okay but yeah and again i could say that i could say the same for like any of the other dystopian books that i like like maze runner like the maze runner or um what's it called legend so anyways next one number three so this is my number three one so that means that it's really in the middle for me it's not my favorite book and it's not my least favorite book so i picked like a really mediocre book um released for me and this book is very popular so please don't get offended holes so i just i felt like it was kind of a weird i mean it was interesting like it was i liked kind of the world of it how you're like in this desert and you have to like kind of run away but i just felt like there was these details that were weird and like just really random like just kind of crazy there was this whole backstory that the author created and it was just it was just really random, like I said. The main character ends up make, making some kind of, like, foot cream or something like that. But, like, he was drinking it when he was in the desert. It was, like, kind of weird. Or, like, they would just mention, like, these really random details. Like, I remember at one point he was, like, climbing this mountain when he was running away. and he But he decided to leave the water jugs behind because he was going to come back down um, soon. So he left the water jugs behind and he went up the mountain. And when he came back down... He said something like, that's funny, I don't, these water jugs aren't in the same spot that I left them, I wonder why. And they never explain it, it was, it was really weird. If you go and read the book, that's, that's one weird detail that I just, it didn't make sense to me. And I'm sure for some people, maybe they tied it all together and it made sense to them. But when I read it, and I only read it once, I thought that it was kind of weird. But again, it wasn't the worst book, so I put it smack dab in the middle at number three for me. Number four. This is my second to least favorite book. Um, it is a book called Save the Cat. You will probably not know what this book is because it's a very, very niche, um, book. But it's basically, it's, if you're into screenwriting or anything like that, you know this book. It's, it's, there was such a big hype around it. Like, I remember my dad was recommending to me all the different, like, videos and, like, other screenwriting books that I was reading or was recommending it to me. Like, it was just like, everybody was like, oh, you gotta read this book. It's so good. And again, again, it's it's like a book about screenwriting, and I will and I will say, um, the author Blake Snyder, he did he did a good job of making it interesting. It was definitely engaging, and I think I learned a few things from it. So, it's not necessarily that the content was bad, but for me, and I don't know much about it, so I don't want to like be mean to this guy or anything, but. So the author, Blake Snyder, I felt like he had 
a almost very aggressive way of saying things like not not aggressive but like he would be like the director this is a classic Quentin mistake the director made definitely made this, that this problem wrong that's why blah blah the director or blah 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 should have definitely so and so should have definitely did this differently and so i thought oh this guy must be this guy must be really good so like that must be why he's criticizing everyone because he's like he's like the best he he's he can he has the right to criticize everyone because he does it right but then I looked at it, at his the movies and he kept, he he kept on it and again I don't I don't want to be mean to him but it it almost sounded like he was bragging about his movies, and when I looked them up they did really 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 bad in the box office, and I just thought that was kind of ironic ironic because he was he was just it was very again it was very like almost condescending to other movies, and I and I'm being a little harsh on him but I just felt like it was a little bit hip hip um hypocritic hypocritic i don't know how to say that hypocrite i felt like he was being a little bit of a hypocrite um okay so now my one of my least favorite books i shouldn't say my least favorite book number five so this one i would say it's more of like a middle grade novel but i still put it in there sorry i always get the title wrong i think it's called the true the true meaning of smack day or because of smack day no I i think it's the true meaning of smack day Oh, yeah, The True Meaning of Spec Day. Okay. Um, sorry, I just looked at my notes and I saw that it was called The True Meaning of Spec Day. So, it's The True Meaning of Spec Day. Smack Day. It sounds crazy weird if you haven't read it. It's it's about, like, this girl. It's, like, the apocalypse. All these aliens that come on Earth. And she's, like, she's alone. Nobody else, her like, her parents died. Or I don't remember what happened to her parents. Or, no, I don't. Her mom didn't die. Her mom is somewhere else. And she has to, like, drive alone. She's, like, my age. So that means, like, 13. And she has to, like, drive, like, all the way to, like, this gas station. And then there's, like, this alien in the gas station. And he, he's, but he's a nice alien. And he comes with her. And, like, just this whole, and then they go to Disney World. It's just this whole, like, crazy series of events. And I liked it when I read it. I thought that it was interesting. It was interesting. It was it was engaging, that's for sure. But it was just, it was really, really weird. And I just don't quite understand why it was so weird. And that's kind of why I put it down there. Just because it was, again, it's not my least favorite book. But I was having so much trouble writing this list. You have no idea how long I spent trying to think of what my, last, my least favorite book was. So I finally just kind of threw up my hands and decided that was my least favorite book so it was just again it was really weird I didn't it didn't make sense to me I didn't really care at the time but I think that looking back at it now like what was really the point of reading it again it was interesting but I don't know I just felt like it was weird as I said and you'd have to read it for yourself to really know what I mean but it's just a weird book to be giving to kids all right, so I guess that's that's all I'm gonna say for now. That was that was pretty short. I I try to keep this middle section kind of short because I know if you're listening to this podcast, you probably like the story part a little bit better. So let's get back to Marcus and the alien. Oh man, I I could use a little help lifting these boxes, you know. Marcus and the alien are both in the basement, moving boxes out of the way. I know, I know, this is the last box, just help me lift it, please. They both grab opposite sides of the box and slide it out of the way. Here it is. Underneath the box, there's a rusty old trap door. Could you go slide the boxes back into place while I try to get this door open? Okay, just make sure you open the door. Uh, I know, I'm fine. Yes, I got it. 
it open, come on down, quick. The alien slides the last box into place, then hurries over. Is there a lock for this door? Yeah, there is actually. Luckily, it was locked when I found it. Once both of them are inside, Marcus slams the door closed and locks it behind him. Oh, we made it. By the way, where is this place? Oh, it's something called a safe room. It's for like if there's like a tornado or a windstorm or something, you come down here to be to protect yourself from the wind. Oh, okay, that sounds kind of cool. Did you hear that? Shh, be quiet. I think they're in the house now. Hey, what was that? I didn't hear nothing. It sounded like somebody was whispering. Nah, man, it's probably just your brain playing tricks on you. I don't know about that. Come on, man, let's go. This place give me the creeps. Yeah, you're right. There's probably nothing down here. After waiting for a few more minutes, the two of them climbed out of their hiding spot. Oh, that was so close. Tell me about it. Marcus brushed himself off, then looked up. <gasps> Standing right in front of him was a man pointing a taser gun at the alien. This podcast was created, directed, and hosted by Tobin Miller. Tobin Miller voiced all of the characters as well as editing and releasing this podcast. And finally, all of the music in this podcast was created by Tobin Miller using Ableton Live software. Thank you for listening, and following this podcast would mean a ton to me. See you in the next episode.